Over the weekend, one of the targets for the Patriots, and I know it kind of felt like a bit of a pipe dream, but T. Higgins, I wanted T. Higgins. Hell, last year we were trying to come up with ways to get T. Higgins to New England, the Cincinnati receiver who was going into the last year of his deal last season. Thought maybe the Bengals would trade him. They didn't. Now you thought, all right, well, he's a free agent. He's one of the best free agent receivers on the market. Maybe he'll be available, and he gets franchise tagged. So he's franchise tagged by Cincinnati. Doesn't mean they can't trade him, but if he ends up staying there, it's really, what would you say, one of three legitimate number one receivers who he thought could be available in free agency? Maybe. Maybe three tops. Tops, I would say right, two, right. two for certain, three if you include, and I would put the pecking order at T. Higgins, Mike Evans. T. Higgins only over Mike Evans because he's younger. A yeah. better receiver by far, one of the best receivers, and maybe I still think one of the most underrated offensive talents the past decade in the NFL, being Mike Evans. And number three, Michael Pittman. Uh, I'd never thought T, for, uh, T. Higgins, Andy Hart has been beating that drum on the pod, here with you, and wherever anyone will listen to him yep. for over a year now. And I never thought it for a happening. second, <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't happening. I had... I had some some ass clown on Twitter yep. when I uh, it's when a good I saw spot that, for him. Usually, it's a great Twitter's spot. Just filled to the brim. Actually, with them. I yeah. do believe now it just says X dot com ass yeah. clowns welcome. Yep. So they're all there. Um, <laughs> just what would you say you do here? General <laughs> ass clownery. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. Oh, and you just oh it, identity free hating of other people's thoughts uh, yes. and unique expressions. Cool. Correct. So somebody said to me the other night, like, "Oh, you idiot." You ever like I just quote tweeted the Ian Rappaport thing that said T Higgins is going to be franchised yep. with a gif of that great young actor from uh, Banshees of Inish Sharon and it said well there goes that dream. Oh, have that, you that seen, great quote from that As a movie. quick aside, have you seen Saltburn? I was thinking of watching it when I yeah. got off the air this evening. It's, what did you think? Uh it's it's worth a watch. It's wild. Like it's pretty crazy. So you got to go in knowing that like it is kind of crazy. There's a few things that that said actor does in the thing is that it are Martin Ke- Keegan Keegan Barry Keo or Barry Keo. Barry some I don't know how Barry 100% Keegan. how to say his last name, but he is a terrific actor. So and yes. yeah, there's some wild stuff in there. Mm, like I don't even okay. know what genre it is necessarily. Like it's not horror, but like it's it's wild. It's labeled as thriller slash comedy. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's comedy in so far as it is like kind of outlandish. It's not just it's not like a hilarious comedy. But anyway, okay. th- only because you referenced that actor, I yep. I want you to watch the movie and then let me know your thoughts it after the fact. It is on the list. Good. It is on right. the list. And whenever right. we get to what are you watching this evening, I've got plenty else to say. Okay, perfect. But that that being said, that's just sort of how I put it out there for myself or whoever thought yep. that T. Higgins could matriculate his way to Foxborough. I never thought it a reality. And someone said, you idiot, you ever thought that they would give up on him in a year where <laughs> Burrow was going to be going for the Super Bowl? Stick to Broadway. I was like, oh, wow. Okay, somebody, wow, hey. Someone's paying very close attention because they know I was raised in the theater and do love yeah. the great white way. Now, that being said, uh-huh. if any Patriots fan or the New England Patriots themselves were banking on being able to get a number one wide receiver uh, away from Cincinnati, when they're going to completely make one final all-in push before they have to bankrupt themselves on Jamar Chase would be crazy. There's yeah. no way anyone possibly thought T. Higgins would shake free this season. Uh, now, they say you, they could still trade him, right? And there were some reports that he could get a first-round pick, which is obviously out of the question for the Patriots. A second-round pick? A high two, I think. Would, would you entertain that? that? Would, you, would you trade the 34th pick for T. Higgins? Uh, I would rather not. 
Yeah, I just w- draft guys. I and would whatever, rather draft yeah. guys that I have control of that I'm not going to be paying twenty five million dollars. T. Higgins is a yeah. is a two plus one minus type of receiver to me. I don't think he's the mm-hmm. now now it, it's one of those deals, Rich, where it's like, well, he's a real number one in New England because who the hell is a number one? Yeah, but but I think he, let's say he stays in Cincinnati because that's certainly what it, what it appears to be. I wonder if and you and I are of the Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, camp. A lot of people out there are not. A lot of people are of the draft the best quarterback. But I wonder, do you feel any differently now? Because Fitzy mentioned Mike Evans, who I do not think, as great as he is, isn't really the best fit for a team that is going to be in a bit of a rebuild for a year or two. Like, you're not developing him with a young quarterback. I wouldn't think. I think it's kind of a waste of everybody's time. Yeah, and it's not official, but there was a report yesterday that it's likely he's sticking around in Tampa. So if he, work right. out. Okay, so if he stays in Tampa, cross him off. Then you go to Michael Pittman, who I think is very, very good. I don't Same. know if he's like a complete stud like all right wide receiver problem is is solved and then he calvin good Ridley. With, he was really good this year though i with, like him with the mud flap man like he with was uh, the really Minshew. with Minshew, yeah no i like Pittman. i i think higgins is better i think evans is better i think Pittman's kind of on his own tier and then one step down is calvin ridley who some weeks looks really good other weeks kind of disappears he's got the talent but he's not like a true true he, he's a patriots number one but is he like a league number one? I don't know if he is. So does that change people's opinion? Because a lot of the text we would get is, you know, as you look at the number three pick, the number 34 pick, a high third round pick, plus all this cash they can spend in free agency. And we were getting a lot of, all right, would you rather have Jaden Daniels, Drake May, and T. Higgins, or Baker Mayfield and Marvin Harrison Jr.? You know, just as a hypothetical. And to me, I would rather have that anyway. But now if you cross off Higgins, you might cross off Evans if the very best you can do is Pittman, and there's no guarantee he's going to uh, spring loose, does that change how people feel about the number three pick? And would you entertain now just taking Marvin Harrison Jr., who I think in three years is going to be better than all those guys anyway? Like, I think he's going to be the best receiver out of all the, the guys we just named. It may not even be three years until he's the best of all of them. Good point. Because you may have somebody who has something close to resembling Randy Moss's size and speed with ridiculous hands. Becoming, and if I could tell you that he was going to give you eighty-five to ninety percent of Randy Moss's rookie seasons productivity, yep. those two seasons oh that God. Moss had, nineteen ninety-eight yeah. and two thousand seven, where he was absolutely unstoppable. Once with Culpepper and once with Brady, should have no, had a Super uh, Bowl in each year. Cunningham, and, Randall Cunningham. Oh, I'm sorry, that's yeah. right. It was Randall Cunningham, not, yeah, yeah. not Culpepper. Right. Um, Culpepper came in afterward. Um, yep. With Cunningham, still probably threw the best deep ball that people don't pay attention to in oh, NFL history. Sick. Yeah. S- absolutely uh-huh. sick deep ball. Effortless. Um, you know, it's a, he's a 37-yard Gary Anderson field goal away from going to the Super Bowl they that year. If I could won. tell you, yeah. oh, it was really yeah, that team was loaded. Weren't they 15 and one? Like they were. They were. Yeah, yeah. They were. Uh, so, if I told you you could get that uh, that kind of moss-like production out of Marvin Harrison Jr., who's yeah. not going to run or showcase his skills, but he'll interview at the combine. Yeah, it doesn't need and, to. No, yeah. people have to, his size is ridiculous. His hands are perfect. Apparently, he can hit a top speed of twenty three miles per hour. So why would he even need to run in case he has a bad day? Because he's yeah. just lightning fast. No, I think he's he's insane. Like like it's great. Do you not, it, how do you, how do you as not? important as quarterback is, like I'm not one to tell you like oh, I just find a quarterback anywhere. Like that's also not how you go about it. I just think that this is like if Calvin Johnson or if Justin Jefferson or one of those guys was in this draft, I would absolutely take him. And number three, I think that's what Marvin Correct. Harrison is. And then you gotta you gotta kind of prioritize. Then you gotta either say we're going after one of these guys in free agency, or we're gonna trade up from thirty four to you know the back end of the first round and address it there. 
because it's not one that you can kind of kick down the road and be like, oh, we'll look at next year's class. Like, no, no, no. You got to you got to get in there now. It doesn't mean you don't you don't get in on uh, on Marvin Harrison. Uh, Dill Pickle in the uh, Twitch chat, which you can watch the show twitch.tv slash Boston Weei. He likes Pittman or Ridley, even if you draft Harrison or not. Which I would agree with. You have all this money. If you look at the best free agents out there, you got the, that handful of quarterbacks. You got the handful of uh, wide receivers. There's going to be a bunch of running backs who I don't think the Patriots need to target at all. So wouldn't that make Marvin Harrison's job even that much easier? Is if you paired him with one of those guys like why not look at Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill look at AJ Brown and Devontae Smith look at like uh Jamar Chase and T Higgins you can have two great wide receivers it's okay like that would that might be going back to 2007 Tom Brady had nobody to throw to in 06 they're like all right we're gonna get you Randy Moss and Wes Welker like why not have two it, I, I, I like that plan or what if you sign a Michael Pittman does that allow you to either take your quarterback at three or accept a trade invitation from the Falcons or the Vikings since it seems like they're both feeling pretty frisky about jumping up in the draft? Yes. Depending on how you feel or how how the Wolfman, the Wolf of Ball Street and company, yep. feel about these quarterbacks, we we continue to hear. You say, uh, thank you. Yep. You say Elliot Wolf. That's yep. tough. So. so last week I talked about Chris Price talking to Ron Wolf. Now Mike Reese has gotten in touch with Ron Wolf and people close to Elliot Wolf, and they continue hammering home. He is going to take the best talent on the board. He is a best available type. They're not going to reach. They're not going to overthink it. They're not yeah. going to take something desperately out of need. And if they believe that Marvin Harrison Jr. is light years better than where Jaden Daniels is or Drake May is, then you can be looking at a veteran quarterback, a later investment in quarterback that they'll draft and develop accordingly. And just maybe, just maybe, Rich, mm-hmm. you could, I don't know, trade back. You could get Roma Dunze in the uh, in the single digits of the draft, or maybe mm-hmm. you grab another dynamite receiver. Uh, or you grab uh, maybe a quarterback or a tackle of the future, and then at the top of the second round, I'm telling you, this Lad McConkey kid is going to go way earlier than people expect because nobody could cover him at the Senior Bowl. He's going to break a 1,000 ankles at the Combine as well, and... I'm sure his his shuttle and three cone or whatever the hell they call it. Oh, I can't is, wait. Is ju- can't I, wait. I, I, it's combine man, week. Be, combine pants week. Pants tent yep. city, baby. Watched them 40 times. Who knows? Maybe uh, we were talking about this last week. Wasn't it Chris Jones who fell during his 40 and everything came flying out of his shorts? You just never know what you're going to get at the combine. That's why you got you to gotta watch this stuff.